The partnership between uh, WCC Radio and the Star Tribune editorial board goes uh, way, way back. We've jumped on board the last few years and enjoy it. We're, ju- we're jumping in right now with Patricia Lopez and John Rash, both on the phone line, both on the Centerpoint Energy Home Service Plus hotline. John, I will start with you, uh, your outlet, many other media outlets, and then further confirmation from Amy Klobuchar about 40 minutes ago saying that at some point this afternoon, most likely in a tandem press conference with Governor Walls, Keith Ellison will announce that the Derek Chauvin charge has been changed from third degree to second degree and will announce other charges for the three officers. What is your reaction to this decision? It's quite significant from a legal as well as a uh, social standpoint. Legally, having the charges upgraded against Derek Chauvin and most profoundly having the three other cops who did not intervene in the killing of George Floyd be charged is what so many have been calling for. And now there's a specific adjudication of what role each of them played and the degree that they played it, especially with the upgraded charges against Derek Chauvin, who had already had been charged. From a social standpoint, this is a signal to so many of the protesters, not just here in Minneapolis, but across the country, that there indeed will be a legal reckoning with what so many around the world have seen on that videotape on Memorial Day. And so certainly this, you know, may be especially as the memorial service for George Floyd is set to happen tomorrow, you know, a way for people to realize there is a process. It is going to move forward. And hopefully this will be able to, you know, take some of the steam out of the more violent aspect of the protests and, you know, have people begin to let the process, you know, take its course at this point. How about you, Pat? Uh, Well, I'm just going to say this needed to happen. Um, I think, you know, elevating it from third to second degree murder indicates how serious uh, this case is. And uh, it sends a a big, broad message to everyone uh, that they're going to do their utmost uh, to bring all of these individuals to justice. And I think uh, my guess is the uh, protesters in the community at large will be particularly heartened that the other three officers uh, are now going to be legally charged with aiding and abetting. Uh, I want to remind folks that Minneapolis police do have uh, a duty to intervene. That was one of the um, requirements they adopted some time ago. Um, so that this is something that is supposed to happen. Um, too often it doesn't. Uh, but now we will see, um, you know, a, a true in-depth examination of this case. And I think it's a, it's a good first step toward telling people that this is being taken very, very seriously. Pat, last week on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I was very critical of Governor Walls, and in particular Jacob Mm -hmm. Fry, not as much Melvin Carter. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, Walls and Fry abdicated uh, key parts. Uh, Mm -hmm. They were not visible at all, which is an essential part of handling a crisis. The state needs to hear from the two people involved. I thought they were not prepared for the number of protesters. 
I thought day after day to me, by the time it's Thursday, Friday, that was unacceptable. I think both have improved, I think, by Saturday and Sunday. In particular, Governor Walls responded with an enormous force, the most mm-hmm. force we saw from the National Guard since World War II. I want you to go first, and then, John, you jump in. What was a fair assessment of those two and how they handled the key points of last week? Well, I think it's fair to say that um, they're a little slow off the mark. Um, I'm not sure why. I mean, given the flashpoints that we've had before, it was not unforeseeable um, that there would be a huge reaction to this, particularly the delay um, after, you know, when the three officers weren't arrested, when Derek Chauvin, there was, I think, several days that elapsed. Um, they lost their jobs, but that in no way conveyed the gravity of the situation. I think there should have been police presence earlier. That's something that still needs to, you know, go back and look at why there was not a stronger uh, response when the most damaging part of the looting and actual rioting, as opposed to the peaceful protests were going on. That's when the real damage happened. Um, so I think that if there's some looking into, I think, you know, for the governor to ask, that's a statewide level, kind of understandable how that might take a day or two. Thursday was probably too late, but as you said, you know, they improved their response. They got on it. We're probably looking at another extension of the curfew today, and it looks like things are becoming a little more peaceful. Um, That said, I think we need to look really carefully at the distinction that was made between uh, peaceful protesters and violent uh, destruction by rioting and looting. Those are two separate categories. John, how about you? I, I, I realize this was an incredibly difficult challenge, and there was no perfect way to do it, and uh, no one would have walked away and where everybody would have said that was flawless, that was exemplary. Uh, no one could have approached it. I just don't understand day after day last week why the numbers were not included. I, I, I just look back by Wednesday, the numbers on Thursday and Friday should have been enormous, and Pat's point is very valid too. There had to be a key point how law enforcement dealt with peaceful protesters who are every bit within their rights to be out there compared to those who are out there just intent on harm and, and profiting themselves. You know, it was extraordinary. There were two press conferences in two days that essentially had the same message and they had to have the second one because the first one they did not deliver upon it and if you remember there was a press conference with governor walls and john harrington and nearly everyone involved in this situation except for the two mayors and in particular there seemed to be some pointed criticism however oblique of mayor fry of minneapolis and at that point, Governor Walsh says that he owned this and, and that it looked like with the call-up and the, specifically the direction that the National Guard was asked to take, that they were going to get on top of it. That did not happen. And, in fact, things seemed to get worse the next night. Then the next morning, Saturday morning, they came together again. That was when we had the full call-up of the Guard, and there were the same reassuring words that were, in general, delivered upon that night And since then, it's been a better situation, challenging and changing, no question about it. But it's been more in control since then. So what the disconnect between the proper diagnosis of the problem and the inability 
to solve it suggests that everyone involved underestimated the potency of these protests and the number of people who would be involved and the ability and willingness of some to let it spiral out of control. So I think that as time goes on and there should be a really a proper look at what happened, lest this um, you know, unfortunate incident ever be replicated in, in some capacity, that the state knows how to better respond. Yeah, I'd really like to see a closer examination of that decision to, you know, give up the third precinct. I thought that was extraordinary. Yes. Um, and yes. and now it may be that some critical evidence was in the lockers of those police officers. I, yes. I just I've never seen anything like that ever. I'm with you, hundred percent. Let's pause. I'll remind folks this news has come out here the last few uh, minutes. Probably doesn't surprise anyone. But Governor Walls has extended the nighttime curfew uh, tonight and Thursday night from 10 to 4. The president and also the defense secretary comments on those two gentlemen when we come back with John and Patricia on CCO. We recorded an interview earlier today with Justin Terrell, executive director, the Council for Minnesotans of African Heritage. He was a large part of the press conference yesterday when the governor announced the investigation from the Human Rights Department into uh, the Minneapolis Police Department. Uh, we'll play that at 235. We're going to give you a little bit of the department.